from the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Waco, Texas. I love these remote broadcasts on the Green Industry Podcast. We are in the Hilton Garden Inn lobby right outside the conference event center. And uh, joining us on today's episode is some speakers from the event today, the Together in the Trades event, uh, AJ and Alicia. They're from Brex Enterprise, which they do pipeline services, a bunch of construction, earthwork, development in Pennsylvania, a multi-million dollar company. And uh, they came down here to Texas to share with us about how they run their multi-million dollar business while maintaining their marriage and family and things of that nature. And their talk today on the imposter syndrome uh, has been really popular and impactful. So we're going to dive deeper into that. Thank you to today's show sponsors, GPS Track It, which is an industry leader providing fleet management, telematics, video solutions to hundreds of thousands of vehicles and assets across the country. I appreciate GPS Track It hopping on board, linking arms with us here at the Green Industry Podcast. I actually ordered my device and it's on its way so that uh, I can track things in my business. And uh, we appreciate them. Uh, they're a brand new sponsor to the show. Thank you to our friends from Atlanta, Georgia. That is right. My hometown. Well, my home city. <laughs> it's not really a town. Uh, GPS track it. Also, thank you to our friends down in Florida at Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. They are bookkeeping. They are a bookkeeping service for landscapers. That is Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. Well, without further ado, let's dive right into it. Here's my conversation with AJ and Alicia from Brex Enterprise. Hey, what's up, guys? We are here at the Together in the Trades, and I'm here with Alicia and AJ. Did I say your names right? Yes. Okay, so we've been interviewing folks all day. Is this interview 14 or 15, Andrew? 15. 15, and people keep saying, man, that imposter syndrome speech, that imposter syndrome speech. So we haven't been in the room, and uh, I, I didn't get to hear it, but you guys, whatever you shared about that has really been resonating with people. So introduce yourself, and uh, give us a little summary of, of why uh, everyone's been so touched by your message. You can go first. And Alicia, get the mic nice and close, please. Thank you. There you go. Okay. There we go. So I'm Alicia Brentzel. That's my husband, AJ. Uh, We're from Brex Enterprises. So we run a construction company out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We have about 40 employees, and we're coming up on our ninth year in business. So um, we've grown the business ourselves. We do pipeline work, uh, general construction development, hauling. Um, What else do we do? Painting. Yeah, uh, equipment painting. We do equipment equipment painting and maintenance. So we try to do a wide variety of things. Very vertically integrated. You know, that's what we try to do with everything. So... Yeah, so imposter syndrome. I actually heard about this two years ago. So it's a term used in pretty much how you self-assess yourself. So when you look at success and what you find success for yourself, there are um, a, a number of different kind of terms you can use in how you judge yourself. So essentially, you're pretty much calling yourself a fraud and you don't deserve the success you get. And Wow. What happens is, is this happens a lot in high achieving people. So in reality, these people are achieving 
great things. They're doing good things in business. They're doing good things in their lives. But yet how they got there, they might question or what they missed out on might question their success as well. So the example I gave in the scenario was, you know, I've, I've witnessed AJ do this many times and he'll go to shake somebody's hand and somebody will say, hey, congratulations on your success. This is, you run a great company. Yeah, and then uh, my, my natural instinct is always to um, kind of deflect. Like I, I'll either say, yeah, we're really lucky or I have a great team behind me or um, I just never want to seem like I'm boasting. You know, I'm, I'm just not that guy. Um, and then in my mind, you know, I don't necessarily always think we are successful. You know, I always think about the missed opportunity. So the way that my mind works, like, yeah, we might have accomplished this goal, but I missed out on something else that I, that I fell short on. So that's all I think about, you know, so I turn the page on the goal, right? And I just ignore it. And then I just keep moving forward, which, you know, for everybody else on your team can be exhausting, you know, and it's, it's really bad for your culture, you know, and this is why, you know, we talk about this we're going to talk about this imposter syndrome because a lot of these people that were at this, you know, event are high achieving people that have big goals, right? And as soon as they reach the big goals, they forget to celebrate it, you know, or um, they lose confidence, you know, because maybe they don't reach the big goal, right? Um, and that's just kind of where I play into it. You know, we'll probably go a little more into where Alicia's like stances also. But. So there's actually five different types of um, imposter syndromes that you could fall into. So different categories are you could be the expert. So you judge your success based on knowing it all. So I tend to, I tend to fall here. So, um, you know, I used to go to bid meetings as a new business owner with him and coming in from a different industry, I thought I had to know everything. And so when people would ask me, Hey, can you do X, Y, or Z? And I didn't know, I felt like a complete fraud. I felt like I'm not successful. I'm the business owner and I should know these things. That's the expert. There's also the natural genius. So people judge themselves on the ability to be successful because they know things automatically. When in reality, we're business owners, we have to learn a lot and we need to keep learning. So just because you don't know something first and, and right away doesn't mean you're not successful. And we're developing, we're learning in our mistakes. You know, that's, that's the best thing about you know, being in business. You, know, you don't grow in your successes. You know, I said this in there. You know, We've never grown in our successes, ever. We always grow in our failures. So we've had a lot of things that happen. You know, everybody can look at it and say, yeah, that was terrible. But it changed the way that our company operates. And we are better moving forward from it. So. Yeah, in our company, we recently went through a mistake. And we're like, you know what? This is actually good. We, we, we learned from it. And it's not going to happen again. So I, I definitely can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah, and so some of the other ones are, um, and Brittany Allman, she's, she's a big one for this. And I think you fall into this one, too, is the superman or the superwoman. So you judge your success based on how many things you can do at one time and doing it all. So him driving on the side of the road and evaluating his success based on his competitors doing stuff that he's not doing, that's him being an, an imposter. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, just to kind of explain that, you know, she said I'm driving, the, like, I'll literally drive down the road, and I see somebody else doing a job, 
my mind media immediately goes to you know why are we not doing that you know why why did i miss that opportunity i didn't even know about that you know so and it's not the rest of the right thing to do we're still working you know we're still succeeding but in my mind that's a failure because i didn't wow. do it, you know and, and um the so we covered super superman we covered natural genius the expert there's also the soloist there's certain people that fall into a category where they feel they need to do everything themselves so there's a lot of people in the room that have trouble delegating things and they think just because they're not doing it doesn't mean it's going to be done right i see some smiles so yeah i i'm going through an issue where i i'm learning to trust specifically andrew so um to delegate like i want to do it all and to be like all right i can't do it all here you go. Yep. So I definitely am in that process. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think, too, once you find those soloists, when they start delegating, sometimes those tasks get done even better because that person, that's their sole role or that's their sole job. Yeah. Paul returns with more of today's interview right after this word from our sponsors. GPS Track, it makes managing your driver, vehicles, and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized, friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes. With GPS Track, it, you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are around the clock, helping improve route density and operate more efficiently. GPS Track, it has been delivering peace of mind for over 12,000 customers in lawn and landscaping, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel cost? Call 844-996-2518 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor. No pressure, no hassles, low monthly fees, and no contracts. 844-996-2518 or visit greenindustrypodcast.com slash GPS track it. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying, no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com hey friends paul here and i wanted to share with you about our know your numbers e-training would you like to improve the performance in your business by understanding the important financial factors for operating a profitable business Well, in our new e-training, Know Your Numbers, I share the details of how to price jobs, collect money from your customers, and really understand the nitty-gritty details to make sure your business is growing its profits. You can get this new e-training at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's available at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. I think I'm missing one. Which one am I missing? That was five, right? We got four. We got expert... Superman, Superwoman, yeah. the genius, the, the soloist. soloist, and then there was a. Uh, hang on, it'll come to me. That's all right. So the important thing is that you know some people say, well, isn't this just somebody being humble? 
um, isn't this, how do you compare this to somebody that's just humble? So the main difference is, is when you're humble, you really, you really feel successful. So you know you're successful. You just don't want to brag. You don't want to tell everybody. You don't want to seem, you know, like a braggart. The difference with imposter syndrome is you are actually judging yourself and not feeling successful. When in reality, nobody else is judging you that way. It's only yourself. So part of the presentation I gave is actually there's, there's some research and thoughts out there that you can actually tie imposter syndrome to dollars lost. So here's an easy example. There's a job out there. You know, you can do part one, two, and three of the job, but part four you might be a little uncertain about. So your imposter syndrome says, I don't know how to do that. I need to know it all. I'm not going to bid the job. So that's one scenario. You don't bid it. If you ignore your imposter syndrome and work with that imposter syndrome and say, I'm going to bid it and, you know, I'm going to do this as like a contingency plan. Well, hey, that's a $10,000 job. You got yourself another job. That job then leads to X, Y, and Z. So the thing about imposter syndrome is you have to identify it first. So you have to realize it and then know your actions moving forward could be affected. And... As business owners, so many things limit you. Uh, you know, whether it's the environment, the economy, your competitors, uh, social media, you don't need yourself limiting yourself. And so that's the important thing. And I think that's why it's resonating so much with so many people. And you don't want to seem vulnerable, you know, at least in my case. You know, I was raised, you know, we were always like the tough guys, you know, like every boy in my family was, you know, you didn't cry, you didn't do it. Like you showed toughness all the time, you know. So every time that I show invulnerability, to me, it's weakness, right? So as the superhero, you know, quote unquote, uh, my my point is, you know, what, what's the next thing I can do? So, because every time we fall short, that's a, that's a failure on me, you know. So, I mean, in, a, in Alicia's case, you know, she is definitely by far the expert. Like, she's the person that, you know, if she doesn't know everything about everything, you know, she can't. She she declassifies herself. You know, that she's not worthy to be, you know, the the business owner of Brex Enterprises, right? You know, um, but she brings a different skill set to the table, you know, that is something we need. You know, I bring the skill set that I, I understand the processes of what we're doing. You know, she doesn't need to be the expert at everything, you know, but, you know, if you want to and she wants to manage it better, she asks why. She asks why our foreman's, hey, why are we doing this? What, like, what is the reason? And then she can learn it and then it makes her feel better about it, you know, so, I mean, there's a lot of ways you can combat it, you know. Yeah, and I think the really good thing about this conference is, you know, I identify things he doesn't identify in himself. Yeah. And, and vice versa. So the powerful thing today is, you know, I, I challenge people to look at their spouse, look at their partner, and see what category you think they fit in, and then ask them what category they think they fit in, and see the differences. And part of combating imposter syndrome is that, is using your, your network, using your friends, your family, um, staying positive, but overall is just recognizing you know, the impact you could have on your future from thinking those thoughts. Yeah, I'm curious how you guys uh, keep your marriage uh, growing and intact when you're managing 40 people. You said you had 40 employees. So, I mean, that's a lot of responsibility. How do you uh, keep, the, keep the marriage healthy? So, uh, I'll give my viewpoint on it first. Uh, so, Alicia is very, we have two very different skill sets. You know, Alicia is very task oriented, you know, very structured, very um, system oriented. I am the yes man. Like I am 100% like, 
the what we're going to do. I don't necessarily figure out how we're going to do it. I just say what we're going to do. And then I say, let's do it. Like, put it to my team. You know? And so we complement each other, which... Um, where the 40 people really came in, you know, and helped us was, um, was where Alicia came in. You know, she has the system background. Like, she came from corporate America. She was worked in engineering before. And um, in corporate America, they have a system for everything, right? Yeah. So, Sometimes to a fault. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so when you want to have 40 people, you know, that are all have the same mindset or doing the same things, you can't have one leader that's saying, oh, this is how we do it. No, you have to have systems saying, this is how we do it. So Alicia, you know, in the last couple of years here has developed a lot of the systems, well, whether it's training programs and um, just basically way we, ways we hire people, uh, the, just the way that we operate in general. There's a lot due to her. So I, I gave a lot of credit. Tell to me her. a little bit more about hiring. We get asked that one of my most frequently asked questions. How do I get good people? I mean, they can go work in the air conditioning and get paid more. How are you going to get somebody to come out and sweat and work in the trades? You know, whether it's hardscaping, landscaping, construction, it's, a, it's hard work. How are you hiring people that are actually reliable? Uh, my answer probably two years ago would be a lot different than it is now. It's very hard. It's, it's a lot harder now. Um, I think what we do is what we find is we really put a focus on the process of hiring um, a lot more than we did before because we'd have a lot of turnover. We'd have guys come in and say, hey, I can work hard or I want to travel. And then within a week, they were gone. So, so we really put emphasis on checking backgrounds, um, <laughs> doing the upfront work and really checking people's references. After that, we try to focus on employee retention. So, you know, it's not just the hiring piece. It's the actually keeping, keeping your the 40, employees. Yeah. And you want to keep good employees. So you have to give them benefits other than money. We've actually pulled our employees and said, why are you here? Why do you stay? What's most important in your job? And nine out of ten times, surprisingly, the answer was not money. It was mentorship, uh, training, ability to grow. It wasn't money. Yeah. Granted, there are some people that strictly what drives them. But I think as, as a whole... Right now, it's hard to find people, but when you do find them, I think the more important thing people need to talk about is that retention of, yeah. of how to keep good employees. That, and then uh, just to touch a note on that, too, uh, you know, you have to be open to all the generations, you know, especially now, like the younger generation coming in, they have such a giant opportunity. We're talking about the labor shortage, right? You know, and, and in any economy, when you have a shortage, what does the price do, right? It goes up, you know, so labor costs go up, right? They have an opportunity. You know, all these younger people have an opportunity to come into an industry that has a giant need, right? And they can learn. And there's so much more technology out there now. You don't have to kill yourself anymore. We just, Toro has this little buggy thing over here. This E-Dingo? Yeah. It's cool as hell. Like, I I mean, I want it in my house just to ride around, you know? But um, seriously, there's so much technology out there now. You don't have to work as hard as you used to. You know, you still have to work hard, right? But... There's a lot of opportunity to make a really good living, you know, get to be outside. You're not cooped up in an office. You know, there's an opportunity here. So, and you have to look at it differently. But yes, I have to be open to knowing how to motivate these younger people because they don't motivate the same way that they used to. You know, a lot of people now, you guys are doing it right here. You know, we have social media where social media is what is influencing these kids, right? This is what they care about. They care about, you know, TikTok, you know, and making TikTok videos. We make TikTok videos and our guys love it. Like, they think it is awesome. 
you know, and that's part of the, I think that's probably one of the biggest things is, you know, you have to, you have to be able to adapt, right? Adapt to what the workforce wants, you know, and right now the younger workforce doesn't necessarily work. Do they want money? Yes, everybody wants money, but they want to have recognition, you know, on their social media. So that their girlfriend says, Hey, I saw you online. It was so cool. Like, you know, and we literally have that in our company now. So I can't say where to find people because that it's hard right now. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to work. But once, once I think a couple things change in the economy a little bit, there will be a lot more people looking for work. And it's then keeping those good employees. That's the hard part that a lot of people we, you don't really hear talk about. And that's so good. Well, I know you guys are fixing to go eat dinner with Brian, so I want to honor your time. Thank you so much for uh, coming down here. Y'all are from Pennsylvania? Yep, yep. Like, thank we have a lot of people us. here from Pennsylvania. So thank you guys very much. And how can people connect with you on the social media? What is that TikTok handle? <laughs> Brex Enterprises on TikTok and Instagram. That's how you can find us. Brex Enterprises. Thank you guys for your time. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you guys. I'm super thankful to Alicia and AJ for hopping on the set here and sharing some behind the scenes of that imposter syndrome and their business. Definitely a great networking move there from uh, Caleb and Brittany Allman uh, for bringing them down here to Together in the Trades. And once again, guys, thank you to Brian and Liz Fullerton and uh, Caleb and Brittany Allman. I personally don't have experience in events, uh, event planning uh, to the extent that Brian and Liz and uh, Caleb and Brittany do, but I have been around events for so long uh, that I see all the behind the scenes of the planning and the execution. And it, it's a lot that goes into it. And so these guys are running their successful businesses and social media and families and everything they got going on that together in the trades you, is not necessary that they already got enough success going on, but they did this for the community and it's been a home run and I appreciate them bringing in uh, Alicia and AJ from Pennsylvania, as well as all of the other speakers uh, that we've had come down from Minnesota and California. And, uh, you know, they brought Andrew and I over from Georgia and it's just, it's just been a blast uh, to be here. So I just want to express my gratitude to uh, Brian and Liz, Caleb and Brittany, because I like when things are done uh, w- world class, when things are done uh, very, very well. And um, thankfully, um, this event has been um, definitely uh, worth uh, the the travel and the time uh, that folks have invested to be here. All you got to do is go on Instagram and see uh, the praise uh, that those who attended have had for this event. Uh, thanks again to today's show sponsor, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping and GPS Track It. You guys can find out more uh, about how GPS Track It can help your fleet management and how Gulf Coast Bookkeeping can help your numbers and bookkeeping needs by just looking at today's show notes. In the episode uh, program notes there, you will see links. And we, (coughs) Mr. Producer, (laughs) has made that so easy for you. All you got to do is click on the link and it will take you directly to where you want to go. Another one of those links is to our rate increase letter. With inflation going up, if your prices are not going up, then you're leaving money on the table. And so we created a document. Actually, I made this document years ago. If you check out my book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, I share the whole story of the birth of the rate increase letter. When I realized I had to raise the rates in my company or I was not going to survive. And so over the years, we've refined this rate increase letter to be as simple and clear 
and professional as possible to communicate to our current clients that their rate is going to be increased. And so uh, this is tailor-made plug-and-play. If you want to raise the rates in your business, all you got to do is go to greenindustrypodcast.com and get the rate increase letter, download it, and then where it says insert, you know, date here, name here, the simple basic insert here is you put your information in and then you email it to your customers. You could have that all done by the end of today and uh, be doing the same amount of work and earning more money. Or actually, we've seen where people do less work because some some customers they'll they'll uh, will leave because they don't want to pay the higher rate. But because all the other customers are paying the higher rate, you actually do less work than you're doing now and making more money. Uh, it's called raising your rates, and <laughs> the inflation's going up, folks. Uh, our rates need to go up as well. Uh, there's definitely a wise way to do it with consistency and incrementally, but uh, it's a good habit to get in of, of, of raising your rates and letting your customers expect that there'll be a uh, slight bump to their rate as you continue with your services over time. All right, this has been a lot of fun. We're going to go grab some dinner. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Hit that follow so when our next episode and turn on the, the bell for notifications, depending on what podcast platform you're listening to, uh, so that when tomorrow's episode of the Green Industry Podcast drops, uh, you can listen to it bright and early. We appreciate you listening, friends. Catch you on the next one. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.